Shishkin Productions podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Ask Not Me Anything podcast. Today's guest is professional domino artist and YouTuber Lily Hevish. I met her recently at a screening for Lily's documentary at 368 titled Lily Topples the World. And once I watched it, I knew I had to have her on the pod. Lily designs, builds, and topples thousands of dominoes to create beautifully intricate chain reactions. She's collaborated with SNL, The Tonight Show, Katy Perry, Marvel, and much more. I can't wait to chat with Lily and learn more about her domino art. So without further ado, let's get into it. Year. I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. I'm Chris. And we're bringing you the Group Text Podcast. We are four black cousins texting all day, every day about everything going on from the streets to the tweets. And, you know, we're bringing the group text to the podcast world. Yep. Talking about why America is trash, but also why you should have hope. We're recapping everything pop culture, current events, and what's viral this week. And even hitting you with some life advice, like when you should knock if they buck. Yep, and we'll be keeping score, seeing if city boys or city girls are up. City girls are always up. City girls make them wish like Ray J. <laughs> the Group Text Podcast, brought to you by the Shishkin Productions Network. Join our group text every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Lily Hevish. Lily, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on here. Absolutely. Thanks for coming down here from Boston. Yeah, Boston. Boston. Cool. Are you a Red Sox fan? I am. Oh, man. I didn't know that about you. Are you a Yankees fan? I'm not. But oh, good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I like to see the New York teams win, but I'm a Philly sports fan mm, overall. I see. Okay. But yeah. Uh, before we jump in the questions, can you give us just a little intro about yourself? Sure. My name is Lily Hevish, and I call myself a domino artist, which means I set up and I knock down thousands of dominoes and intricate structures and patterns. And you can make designs, you can make logos, make big towers. And it's it's sort of like a satisfying new sort of emerging art form. And I've been making YouTube videos. My channel is called Hevish 5 and posting tons of domino toppling stuff. I don't know how much I should get into it right now. <laughs> no, but, yeah, that's uh, great. Um, yeah. I have a question. Uh, would you say you were one of the first domino artists ever, or were you inspired by a previous domino artist? Because I, I, I'm assuming this is a new art form. So I'm not the first domino artist. I was very much inspired by other domino builders who were making videos in like 2007. Um, so there's like a whole generation of early domino builders. And then I saw their videos and that's actually what inspired me to get into dominoes. Awesome. Cool. So this first question's coming in from at Vicky.Vale. How did it all start and why dominoes? And if you were not doing dominoes, what would you be doing? Awesome question. So I started back in 2008. I was just like a nine-year-old kid, really bored one day at my grandparents' house. And they had this set of 28 dominoes with the dots. And I just randomly set them up, knocked them down. And I was like, oh, this is like really fun. I, I love seeing them fall. And then I went onto YouTube and I searched dominoes. And that's when I found all of these amazing videos where people were making like literally the Mona Lisa out of dominoes. And that completely blew my mind because I thought like dominoes was just you set up a line and you knock it down. But people were making legitimate 
art out of this stuff. And I was so amazed. I immediately had to get more dominoes and just try some of the tricks that I saw online. And it just became a really big obsession. And now at uh, age 23, I'm still doing it and uh, doing it as, you know, making YouTube videos as my full time job. Very cool. And did you start making videos like right away? Like how quickly was this process? You saw it at nine years old and then you started making domino art right away? Pretty much. I think, you know, some of my earliest videos are my very first setups. Um, and they're still online. And they're still online. Wow. Yeah. Ten, very nine-year-old Lily? Um, I didn't show my face back then. Okay. But That's right. There was a big reveal. Huh? Yeah. yeah. At, at what age? I was... I must have been like 15, I think. Okay, because your YouTube name is just Hevish5, right? Yes. So, you know, no one knew anything about you. How old were you or what gender you were, where you're from, like nothing. It was very mysterious, right? Yeah, it was very anonymous. Cool. And then you te- you teased the, uh, the reveal a little bit and then... Yeah, I-, I realized like as I was making videos, it was sort of limiting in that I couldn't talk to my audience. Mm. And I wanted to be able to have a deeper connection with the people watching my videos. So I decided, I'm like, okay, I'll do like a big grand reveal and show who I am to everyone. So I made what's called a Draw My Life video, where if you're not familiar, you just like animate, but by drawing on a whiteboard, and then you do a time lapse of that, and then voiceover of you telling your story. My story was how I like started with Domino's and got into YouTube. And then at the end of it, I just like... Uh, I turn to the camera and I say, I am Hevish 5 with like me on screen for the very, very first time. And that was like the big moment and people kind of freaked out because everyone thought I was a guy, but no, yeah. I'm just Lily. <laughs> Too funny. That's awesome. I need to go back and check out that video. Um, next question is from at Connell underscore co. How do you develop the patience to do this? This is a art form that takes a lot of patience. It sure does. Yeah. And I think... With dominoes, the more you build, the more patient you'll become. I certainly did not have the level of patience uh, that I do now when I first started. Like, I remember I'd knock it down all the time. I still do. But (laughs) especially when I first started, uh, I'd have to take like long breaks in between building because it was just very frustrating to have, you know, hundreds of dominoes knock over and you spend hours and hours setting them up one by one. Um, but slowly I, I learned that it's just sort of part of the process when you're building with dominoes. Like, you know that it's going to fall over at some point. It's yeah. just like when. And when that happens, it's like, it's a, it is a surprise, but also it's not a surprise. So it's like, you just go with the flow and you can rebuild it and rebuild it a better way the next time. Right. I like that mindset. Uh, would you say that your patience in dominoes that you've built up to be what it is, does that patience translate to other things in life? I do think, yes, I, I will definitely say it does. Like, I know that good things take time. And especially if I have a really big project in mind, not even related to dominoes, I'd be like, okay, I see the end result. Like, it's going to take maybe a couple years. I don't have the skills yet, but I'm going to learn and figure it out. And once I do that, I know it's going to be worth it. I like that. Question from Sending Stash. Do you do anything to practice dexterity, balance, etc. to help when you create? I like that question. Oh, I really like that one. Yeah. yeah. I've never gotten a question like that. Yeah, like, do you, uh, do you stretch your fingers? Do you do yoga? Do you... Uh... I So I don't do anything specifically for dominoes, but some things that I've done in my past that I think have really helped is 
I did karate from like age three to 11 or something. And that helped me a lot with balance and just movements of my body. So I'm really careful to not knock down dominoes. Um, oh, wow. I thought you were about to say to like karate chick. <laughs> chop dominoes like do you ever you know use those karate skills at the end of the oh you know work to I've actually, give it a nice you know roundhouse kick i've punched chop. a wall before and knocked it down which is pretty fun <laughs> on purpose on the purpose wall? yep like punched your hand through the wall yes it was like five walls at once oh what yeah it That's actually cool. hurt <laughs> dang yeah it's kind of sharp but where, where can we find that video it's on youtube it's called trapped in a domino structure oh okay that sounds like a good one. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I love how you come out with all these different ideas of domino videos. It's is it is it never ending ideas, or do you ever feel like you'll run out of an idea to make a domino creation? No, I think there's unlimited ideas. Like even if you try to replicate a project that you've done in the past, uh-huh. it's still going to be different because you can't place a domino in the same spot every time. Yeah, what's a what's a domino project you are currently working on? If you can share. Ooh. <laughs> right now or your next one or one Ooh. that's coming in the future Ooh, good question good question um so coming up i'll be posting a harry potter themed domino setup and it's like showcasing the four houses so i built like gryffindor hufflepuff ravenclaw slytherin the harry potter logo and it all falls in like one giant setup nice do you uh do you define yourself under one house identify yourself one house aren't there like polls and st- I, you want to hear something about me yeah i've never read or watched harry potter no but I, you know i i I, I know about it i know things about okay it. You, know, I know you gotta harry watch potter, that you know. watch the movie at least okay the i've watched time. like one of the movies okay okay um yeah i don't know it's something i just never got around to <laughs> i think it's worth <laughs> but, it, but i I know, I know about the I, t- I took the quiz once and i think i was uh one of one of the four houses there's four houses yeah. right which one? Do you remember? Can you name the four one more oh, time? Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Slytherin, Gryffindor. Yeah, I was Gryffindor. When oh, I took nice. The quiz. Same one as Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm a Ravenclaw. Okay. Is that is that almost like equivalent to like you know astro- astrology, astrology signs? I don't even follow that to be okay. honest. <laughs> cool. Let's move on to the next question from accidentally Wes Anderson. How common is it to prematurely knock a domino over midway through creating? Honestly, it's pretty common. Um, Almost every project that I do, I think there's at least one little fail. But most of the time, it's like maybe 100 dominoes. And I'll leave safety gaps by taking out dominoes so it doesn't knock down the entire thing. And then at the end, I'll just fill in those gaps and, you know, hope for the best. The safety gaps are clutch. How does one make a safety gap? So you just describe this. So imagine you have a domino line. You take out five dominoes in a row and make a gap. So if that domino falls, it'll just stop at that gap instead of like the entire mm. project. Where'd you learn that strategy or did you did did you invent that or I did not invent this. I think I saw it in a YouTube video. I'm just curious way like back where when. you learn because there's yeah. not that many resources, right? Do you learn a lot through other people in the community? Do you learn just by trial and error yourself or do you are other YouTube videos of other domino creators? Yeah, it's a combination of all of those. I'd say the biggest one is probably just trial and error, like mm-hmm. seeing what works, um, you know, through practice and then taking videos and playing in slow motion to see how it fell and then iterating on that and changing things. I remember way back in the day, I would watch YouTube videos of 
of dominoes and pause it and like screenshot it and zoom way in to see how a wall was built and then copy that because there really weren't oh, any wow. tutorial videos online. Right. Like back in the day, nobody was showing their face. So it was very much a like, oh, that's cool. Pause. <laughs> Let me try that. Okay, I figured it out. And then you just like go from there. I think my favorite thing about the internet is specifically with these niche communities, like for example, like domino artists, um, how, you know, they're around the world, right? And you would never, before the internet, before social media, you'd never be able to connect with each other. But I know of there's been like some conventions or meetups or somewhere where you've met these people that you're friends with online on youtube etc through the years you've met them in person right yeah yeah through youtube it's yeah it's amazing like the power of social media we never would have known that there were other dominant builders around the world without youtube and through this this domino community we were able to meet up at various events there's one called the incredible science machine we did a couple years back uh we got together it was like 18 builders i believe People from the U.S., from Canada, from Germany, Austria, all came together and we set up 250,000 dominoes, which is the American domino fa- record. I can't even fathom that number. Right. Wait, that, so that's that's the record. That's the Guinness American book. domino record. American domino record. Yep. Is that different than the Guinness world record? Yeah, because Guinness would be like the world record. Right. Okay, so it's the record in America. Yep. What's the record in... In, like, the world yeah. overall. Um, I believe it's, like, four and a half million dominoes. What? Right? Yeah. How is that even possible? Well, you have the American record. That's yeah. very impressive. So there used to be this thing called Domino Day. This was held in the Netherlands, and it was a TV show where they set up, like, millions and millions of dominoes. They had a huge space, and for like, months they had, like... I think it was like 100 builders or something just working, building these dominoes. Wow. And yeah, every year they would topple this giant project and break like a couple of world records at the same time. Huh. Do you have any tattoos by any chance? I don't. Would you ever consider... I don't have any tattoos either. Would you ever consider getting a domino tattoo? Has it ever crossed your mind? Yeah, people have suggested that before. (laughs) But to be honest, I don't think I'll ever get a tattoo. It's just... I don't know. I like the plain look. Hey, I feel you. I'm. I don't think I'm ever gonna get a tattoo yeah. either. Nice. Um, High five. We're, yeah. we're with each other. Yeah. I mean, but you know, for people who have tattoos, I think that's cool. I'm just like combination mm-hmm. of things for me. One, I'm scared of needles. Two, I'm really hairy, so I don't even know where I would put a tattoo because it would just get covered under. Look at my arm hair. Right yeah. Now. It's just like I don't know. It wouldn't look good. Three, I think my my dad would not like it. <laughs> Yeah, and, he's, he's uh, not a tattoo guy. And then four, I don't even know what I'd want. So yeah, for mm. for now, I'm I'm open to getting tattoos, but I I don't expect myself to get any any in my lifetime. But you know, never know. Yeah, no, never know. Never know. All right, let's move on to this next question, which is coming in from at Rebecca Flores Cuevas. Have you ever been sad of letting one piece of art fall? Have you been sad of uh, what's what's your horror story, or what's not horror story? What's what's a sad story of something that a domino that fell that was premature yeah all right so i once had like i think it was five thousand dominoes set up it was one of my biggest projects at the time and i was all ready to go right i had my camera set up i'm super excited to knock it down and then out of nowhere my tripod with the camera on it falls on the dominoes and it ruins like 80 percent of what i just worked on so the safety net wouldn't no, have worked in that situation. I filled in all the gaps at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sad. 
But, Man, was that know. that wasn't the one in your documentary, was no, it? No, this one was not on camera. Okay. Well, it was in the sense that the dominoes literally were on the camera when the <laughs> camera hit it, right? Yeah. But it wasn't recording. Yep. Damn. Okay, wait. So not to not to tell more sad stories, but I'm I'm curious more information about this. So this was a five thousand piece domino set. Mm-hmm. It was how many years ago? Oh, it must have been in like 2014. Oh wow. Okay, that's a minute ago, and it still stings today. Not now. Okay. But looking back, I was very upset. Was it a growing point in any way? Like, did you know to have a stronger tripod, or was there any was there anything that you learned from it? Yeah, probably get a tripod that's not broken <laughs> and make sure it's sturdy. Yeah. Yeah. True, true. Question from at introvert dreamer. Where do you get your inspiration from? I get inspiration from all over the world. It's like shapes or just like things that have inherent geometric I don't know. I, I really like geometry and uh-huh. the way shapes work together and abstract art and also just being inspired by other dominant builders online and what other people are making. We kind of bounce ideas off of each other and keep innovating in the domino world. So just combination of life and people. Cool. Any artists specifically or creators recently you've been inspired by? Yeah, I'm inspired. So there's this YouTuber called Flippy Cat. He's like the OG domino person. Oh. Yeah. And he's What a name, Flippy Cat. I know, right? Yeah, he's one of my biggest inspirations. Um just the types of domino projects that he makes and the creativity behind it is is so innovative. I don't, I can't even like explain it. You just have to watch his videos. Okay. But um I don't know, the way that he thinks about dominoes and is able to replicate real objects using certain techniques with dominoes just looks so beautiful and it's so creative. Okay, cool. I got to check out his stuff. Any other creators that might not even be domino creators that you're inspired by? I am. Yeah. So do you know Joseph's Machines? I don't think I'm familiar. He's like a Rube Goldberg machine kinetic artist and he takes random objects and puts them together in motion and has like a ball go down a ramp, which hits like a turntable, and then that knocks down something else. And uh-huh. it makes a really long, complicated chain reaction to achieve some sort of simple task that's just way over engineered. But he makes it really funny at the same time um, and has like a quirky sort of like personality mixed in with it. I think it's just really smart and relatable and sort of mixes in dominoes too. So okay. I can kind of see what I do with what he does. So was your piece uh, when you did your domino art with the uh, billiards table when uh, I think this was a while ago maybe I remember you posted as a reel mm-hmm. um, you know which one I'm talking about yeah, it's on I the do. pool table yep. and it makes me think of that because like those pool balls must have been engineered to all go it was, it was like five pool balls yeah yeah it's just like that and, and you only had one chance to make them all so yeah. you must have really calculated that formula in there. I mean there were there were quite a few fails I will admit so I, okay. I did rebuild <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah cool cool let's move on to the next question from at Wendy K915 what has she failed at and what lessons did she learn from it that could be domino related or life related really Ooh, I don't know if I want this to be like a deep answer or like domino answer I don't know Hmm, what about both? 
dare Ooh. I ask? Ooh, now I gotta think even harder. <laughs> <laughs> let's start. Okay. Let's start with the domino answer, and if you think of okay. a deep answer after, you can share. Okay. Okay. I don't want it to be like a dumb thing, though. It doesn't. You know, it's whatever know. you feel. And hey, mm-hmm. if you if you say it and you don't like it, we could always edit it out. Okay. Okay. If that makes you feel better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you edit this? Will right over here does. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thanks, Will. Shout out to Will. Yeah. Okay. Something that I filled at with dominoes is like miscalculating how many dominoes I think I need to build a project. Like I, I have ideas that are just like way too over the top that by the time I actually build it, it's like, oh, I can't actually build it. So then that actually leads in a way to more creativity because then I have to like figure out how to work around that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So um, have you ever showed up to somewhere to make a project for a client that you haven't had enough dominoes and then you were like kind of stressing about it? So when I'm doing a corporate project, I do double check things. However, I do remember there was one time we were missing a box of a certain color. Ooh. Yeah. And I think, I don't know what happened. Maybe we just like use a different color, but I don't think anyone noticed. I think that relates to life as in, you know, sometimes you don't have everything you expect, but you just got to make it work. Yeah, exactly. There's always a way to make it work. There's always a way. Yeah. So now do you have your, your life advice or your li- life thing that you've learned from? Ooh. That you could share? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, like, understanding that you you don't know everything and that you can't do everything yourself. Like, I'm sometimes the kind of person that wants to have my hand in, like, every single area and, like, learn everything because I'm just a very curious person. Yeah, life is so interesting, right? Yeah, There's so right? many things to learn and do. Mm-hmm. And- but there comes a point where it's, like, Okay, you're going to like get overwhelmed or like reach burnout if you're trying to do everything. And it's actually better to like allow someone in to help you because not only are they going to do it like maybe probably better than you can, um, but it like it you learn from that experience and you get to like work with them and collaborate in a better way. And then that allows you to do other stuff that you're passionate about at the same time. 100% agree. And that's something I need to work on myself, too, because uh, I think a lot of artists in general, we just want to, you know, do everything ourselves because it's hard to trust other people with our vision. Yeah, it is. But uh, once you find the right people to work together on projects and are on the same level of everything you want to happen, then, yeah, it's important to delegate work. Absolutely. Mr. Hollander asks, what was her first camera she was using for her YouTube videos? And is that camcorder dead? Does it still record? Are you still oh, using it? I don't even have it anymore. <laughs> I think it was it was a really, really old Olympus point and shoot. And I think it only filmed in like 12 and a half frames per second. <laughs> it was really wow. choppy. Interesting. Yeah. And now what are you shooting on nowadays? So my main video camera is the Canon Vixia HF G40 and then for photos and excess video stuff I use the Sony a7 III. Nice. Both sound like great cameras. I'm personally biased because I'm a Sony guy all day. Oh, nice. Love Sony. Yeah. I'm also a Sony ambassador but oh, awesome. I would still say that anyways. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, but yeah I shoot with uh, lately I shoot with the Sony a1. And Ooh, then how's that? I love it. I mean it's like I, I do 
photo and video on it and yeah it's great i have no complaints honestly nice um but yeah let's move on to this next question from i i'm having a hard time pronouncing this name so i'm gonna butcher it a little bit i am sorry but question from i am eduard Camus. what is the weirdest domino lily has made what's the weirdest project you worked on like you you made a whole domino art piece and you just looked at it and you're like, well, that was kind of a weird one. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, the first thing that came to mind originally was in eighth grade, I did a domino project, but it was themed uh, for cocaine for my health class. Oh. Which I don't know why that came to mind, but that was kind of a weird one. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine and, that being weird, making dominoes yeah. about cocaine in eighth grade <laughs> yeah but like there was a very clear message to not do drugs so it's like a psa okay so how, what did that project entail you were in eighth grade and you made a psa to not do cocaine via dominoes so yes. how yes um were they white dominoes i yeah i actually <laughs> did use white dominoes but like it's very factual okay so what's the know? concept behind it Oh, man, I don't know. It's just like, so we were assigned to make some sort of project to inform people about different drugs uh-huh. and like the effects and how it affects people. And I chose dominoes because I was like, oh, this is like a creative thing. And then that means I don't really need to present to the class. I can just like show them a video, you know. Uh, so it was like an easy thing. And yeah, they we played the video. And, and this is actually kind of a funny story, but... My health teacher was so impressed by the domino video that she showed the principal and then the principal showed all of the teachers in my school. And then that's how basically my whole school found out about dominoes that that I did dominoes. (laughs) So it revealed your uh, revealed your persona online. People knew who you were or not even because how old were you? Eighth grade was your fourth. Yeah, I was pretty young. This was before I did my reveal. face reveal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my school found out, I guess, before the whole world did. They got the sneak peek. Yeah, exactly. And you, you went to school in Boston? Uh, I went to school in New Hampshire. I actually oh. grew up there. Oh, that's right. Okay. But now you're living in Boston. Yep. Cool. Kieran Knightley asked, have you ever forgotten to press record? When making yes a- oh my gosh okay <laughs> i have a story so at, i was at this event called domination 2012 and this is the first time that any american domino builder has really like met up with anyone so this was a huge deal right we set up forty five thousand dominoes under the theme games and i remember i was like getting ready to film i clicked record and it started recording but apparently uh, like after it all toppled, I looked at my my camera and it wasn't recording. And I I play it back. I'm like, oh no, oh no! You get like two seconds of the start of the dominoes, no. and then it stops. And I didn't get any of it. Oh man! Yeah, yeah that's, that's it was unfortunate. How long how long did it take to build that one? Oh, that was like five days with eight builders. With no recording of it. Yeah, but we filmed with multiple cameras, okay. so it was okay that we lost mine. Uh, we but made it, wasn't it work. The same. Yeah, yeah, it see, wasn't the same. Going back to the previous point, you make it work. Yeah, exactly. But there was that one angle you wish you had. Yeah, I know. So speaking of cameras, I think one of the coolest parts about you is that not only are you 
an amazing domino artist, but you also have all these filmmaking skills and know how to tell a story with videos via YouTube, via TikTok, Instagram Reels. Where did you learn how to how to do this? Did you learn this simultaneously as you became a domino builder? You also became a creator, filmmaker, YouTuber. Yeah, exactly. That's that's how it kind of worked. Um, as I made domino videos, I realized like, oh, I need to learn how to edit. Yeah, because you have some cool <laughs> editing techniques. It's like simple and effective. Oh, and thank like, you. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. All these key. Do you do a lot of keyframing? A little bit here and yeah. there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I started with Windows Movie Maker just, mm-hmm. you know, because it was free. Classic. <laughs> and then, yeah, I just like, I'd watch, you know, some tutorials and just figure out the whole program, seeing what every button does, and then slowly move to like CyberLink Power Director, use that for a while, and then now I'm using Adobe Premiere Pro. So it's been, it's been a journey. Um, I think I'm also really inspired by other creators seeing how they edit. Mm -hmm. I'll kind of watch a video, but from the lens of a creator and see why they chose certain shots and how they're pacing in the editing. Um, So then you can kind of like take some of that and take another creator and combine that all with your your style. Very cool. Yeah, everything is remix. Yep, it is. Um, So speaking of that, you obviously are talented in multiple different ways. Filmmaker, domino artist, engineer dare I say, are there any other skills that are not known online that you are very good at that people may not realize? Ooh. Well, uh, does rock climbing count as a skill? Yeah. Okay. You're a rock climber? I am a rock climber, yeah. I go maybe like once or twice a week. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's been really fun. So wait, that's what that's how you work on your finger dexterity. Yeah, that's the other climb. thing. That's, that's all finger muscles. Oh, wait, another thing? playing piano oh lots of finger muscles that's a lot of finger yeah. muscles too and so go, going back to sending stashes question so that's mm-hmm. gotta that's gotta be you just don't realize it but yeah. you're you're working on them there and i used to be a speed stacker like i'd, I'd stack cups, oh, those cups? Nice. Yeah, yeah when yeah. i was a kid that's another like dexterity thing with my yeah. hands i don't know i'm just like i like using my hands to do things and yeah. like build or i don't know very cool yeah. So I, I want to hear, before we move on to the next question, how'd you get into rock climbing? So we were actually at a domino event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it starts with the dominoes. And one of my friends, uh, he's a rock climber. He was like on a rock climbing team, really good. We decided to go rock climbing after our domino event just for fun. And I was like, oh, this is like really fun. I, I used to climb trees when I was a kid. Yeah. So I, I got back home and this was like during my gap year in between high school and college. And I was like, I think I'm going to join a rock climbing team. So I just joined one out of the blue and I ended up falling in love with it. So, nice. Yeah. And do you climb, like what, I, I know like, you know, climbing certain number, do you have a certain number that you climb at? Like, isn't yeah. it one through 10, like the difficulty? One of my friends recently got really into it. So I've just been mm-hmm. talking to him about rock climbing lately. Yeah, and I yeah. Know, so that's why I'm curious. All right. So for bouldering, I'm in the V6-ish range. Okay. I've done two V7s, but very, very rare. Uh, and then for top roping, I've done one 512, but I'm mostly in the 511-ish range. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, what is something that people may not know of you about you that's very important in your life? Maybe not a skill, maybe something else. 
is there anything like how, how else do you uh how else do you spend your time besides dominoes so when i'm not doing dominoes i really enjoy just spending time with friends and family and connecting deeply with people um i i find that like especially when i'm talking one-on-one with people you really get to know who they are and can ask those like really deep questions. And I love like philosophical talks. Okay, ask with people. me a deep question right now, right, right here now? in this pod. Oh yeah. man. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you want, but <laughs> what do you think is the meaning of life right now? Oh wow, that's like, like not in general, but like right now in your the, life. The meaning of life right now. That's like the definition of a pr- the profound question. The meaning of life is to enjoy it i think it's one to enjoy it and to two make the world a better make the world a better place than you left it even if it's just by a little bit i love that it's like do your part yeah so you should be a little selfish in the sense that you should enjoy it but be a little unselfish in the sense that you should whatever whatever they that may mean but leave the world a better place so that could mean you know simple acts of kindness to other people that could mean recycling and just doing doing your part as a citizen, civilian. I don't, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would say that's that's the answer that comes to mind. Yeah, that's beautiful. How, how it, uh, What's the meaning of life, Lily? Oh, man. Throwing it back at me <laughs> Can now. Can I just throw it back real All quick? All right. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, okay. So I think the meaning of life is to make connections with people and be able to share yourself with others and have them share themselves with you and kind of learn and grow together on this journey while we're on this earth. Yeah. Connect with others. Yeah. I yeah. think I'd boil that down to just storytelling is important too. Oh yeah. Within those one. connections, like everyone has a story to tell and they're all important no matter what. Absolutely. Cause uh, if we want to get a little deeper before we move on to the next question, mm-hmm. Something that always a, a statement a uh, a thought that always sticks with me. I forget where I read this, but um, it just uh, it's engraved in my brain. But uh, there's a saying: everyone dies twice. Once when your heart stops beating, and once when someone says your name for the last time. So that's mm, why storytelling yeah. is important. Keeping memories alive, photography, you know, YouTubing, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it is, art. I mean. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, I've heard that phrase too. It's, it gets you thinking, right? Yeah. And let's speaking of thinking, let's think about something a little later with this question from at La Asia. What's your favorite dessert? Oh, it depends largely on my mood. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I like a lot of dessert, but you know, sometimes I'll be in the mood for some mocha or chocolate or coffee ice cream Mm -hmm. or sometimes you know it's like a like a chocolate mousse kind of day if you need something really light other times it's like ooh, i could go for a brownie you know yeah it's just thicker and maybe a little warmed up in the oven yeah yeah like a little melty yeah a little melty Mm -hmm. that'd be nice yeah Yeah. i'm i'm just gonna keep my answer simple i just like chocolate related Mm. things you can't go uh, wrong with chocolate yeah, I love chocolate. Give me a Kit Kat bar and I'm happy. <laughs> or give me a molten chocolate lava cake. Oh, that, that is, sounds good. That is oozing with uh, chocolate goodness. Yes. I'll be happier. All right, we're in the final couple of questions, the home stretch. And this question is coming in from Sizzle Real Gang, which is, have you ever done any large-scale installations? I'm talking like domino-sized cars, question mark. 
Oh, you know, <laughs> I actually have not, but I would love to at some point. Uh, there is a, a Guinness World Record for like the largest domino. I think it's like 33 feet tall. Um, but, you know, you need to construct a domino like that to stand up and like get a crane or something and have space for it to fall over safely yeah that so, safety is a whole nother thing yeah yeah it's like a whole production to be able to to do that do you but... know people that have gotten injured from dominoes oh i don't know i don't think but a 33 so. foot one that could injure someone yeah yeah don't fall on that yeah. <laughs> or don't get crushed by that yeah yeah i don't know okay well what what is your what are your largest uh dominoes that you've built like piece-wise and size-wise? Okay, so piece-wise, I've done 32,000 dominoes by myself, but with a group, I've done 300,000. Wow. Yeah. That was the Turkish domino record. Nice. And for size... Wait, wait, before we go on... Okay. Si- okay, can you tell us a little bit about these? Uh, yeah. So this $300 one, 300,000 <laughs> piece domino, it was built... It, not in Turkey, but it... It, it was actually oh, built, was in, built Turkey. in Turkey. Yeah. Oh. It was celebrating uh, Tur- the Turkish National Day, I believe. We were hired to, you know, build this giant project. And it sort of, like, has the history of Turkey as a theme. So, like, we built a bunch of, uh, like, character... Or, I, I Not character, sorry. Um, like, prominent figures from their history and the flag and a whole bunch of things. And at the end, it, like the fireworks went off and it triggered confetti like it was it was a big event wow and how many builders were on that one i think there were 14 builders okay and how many days did that take about 10 days so what was this experience like you you got did they pitch this to you they reached out to you and then you hired a bunch of builders to work with you and then i'm just curious the process from start to end can you take us through this is your biggest project would you say uh, one of the, one of, yeah, the biggest one. one that I've been a part of. Okay. So the biggest one you've been a part right. of were you, yeah. So take me through this. How okay, did it okay. start? How did it end? Yeah, I'm yeah. just so curious. Yeah, yeah. So this project actually, I, I wasn't the team leader. Okay. Um, there, so my friend, uh, Marcel, he's Austrian domino art on YouTube. He was the one kind of managing it with sinners, domino entertainment. And basically they gathered a whole team of builders from, you know, Germany and Austria, Canada and the U.S. and invited me to come along on this project because they needed so many experienced builders and there there aren't a lot of us in the world. So we had to fly in um, and go to Turkey and we built this giant domino project. I think they spent a couple of months planning the whole thing ahead of time. And then once we got there, um, you know, they had very detailed plans and they would kind of like divvy out what what are you going to build like based on the person and like what needs to be done and the timing. Yeah. And we, we would build pretty long hours and then like what, what hours like, so it was 10 days. What was it? 10 hours a day? Something like that. But even towards the end, I remember we were running pretty tight on time. Uh, we had to do a night shift. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we, we split the team into like three groups and, uh, some people had to like wake up in the middle of the night, like 4 a.m. and like oh go and God. build dominoes just for a little bit because there were some dominoes that fell over, so we had to rebuild that, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but we it was like a really cool bonding moment with the team, like just going at like 4 a.m. building dominoes, and we'd have like some Turkish tea and just like hang out, but also build. Um, it made some great memories, but yeah, long days. Wow, yeah, that's impressive. 
I'm curious business-wise, so as a domino artist that gets hired for a project like this, do you charge by the day or is it like a project rate? So it really depends on the type of project and how it's going to be used. Um, I, typically, it's it's more like an artist fee, like mm-hmm. overall, um, because some projects, they will require more dominoes than others, or the type of build will be more technical, so it'll take more time. Um, it, it really depends on a variety of factors. And then, you know, if you need to hire more builders and have them come in, but... Right. For the most part, it's we work together with whatever the brand or agency is, and through a, a series of iterations, we'll we'll get to the point where we're both happy with the design and and the price point, and right. then it all just kind of comes together. I can just obviously, don't share this, but if you don't, I mean, I'm just so like this must have been a hefty amount of money flying in like 14 domino artists from around the world, putting them up in hotels, building all day for 10 days. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just curious. Uh, (laughs) but yeah, let's, uh, let's move on to the next question, which is from Derek temple. Where do you get your dominoes? Well, thanks for asking. Uh, I actually make my own brand of dominoes in collaboration with Spin Master. They're called H5 Domino Creations. And it, for people who don't know, but this domino is like specifically made for toppling. So we made it like with really, really square edges so you can stack them tall and make towers and walls. And it has a very like special texture on it that's more grippy. So when the dominoes fall over, they're not going to slide around and knock down other dominoes. It makes it really good for toppling. Um, and of course, has my H5 watermark on it. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's hear a little bit more about this story because I know yeah. this. So Lily's obviously been doing dominoes for a long time since she was nine years old. And you've been in this time, where have you been getting your dominoes? Just going to ordering them in bulk online from a you know, standard domino place or what is Yeah. The- so when I first started I was just using game dominoes with the dots. Right. And then, you know, wooden dominoes and then I just order things online and then slowly but surely I realized like, oh, like I don't think anyone's made like what I would consider the perfect toppling domino yet. Uh, it hasn't really become a thing yet. So I was like, maybe there's a way that we can, you know, partner with a toy company or like make our own dominoes. Because as a builder who's been, you know, setting up thousands of dominoes for years, I'm like, I know how we can make a good domino. Like, this is a big thing. And it's it's not just something like for the like a merch thing on YouTube, right? This is a legitimate product that I think is kind of on the same lane as something like Lego, right? It's a building toy. You can make anything with it. It's very creative and it lasts much longer than like traditional merch from a creator. It's like, it's a product now. Yeah, it makes a, hey, holidays yeah. are coming up. It makes a great gift. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a great hobby anyone could pick up, right? Exactly. Do a little domino building. You could start anywhere. Yeah, I mean, any age, like dominoes are great. I mean, it's changed your life, right? Yeah, for sure, so, for sure. I think that's really cool that you are making not, and your face is on the packaging. I know. It's in toy stores. It's or like, literally where, crazy. Where, where can people even buy it? Is it mostly online or is it in stores? Or So you can buy H5 Domino Creations at uh, Walmart, like in stores, most stores, not all stores. Uh, check online and then you can buy it on Amazon and Target. And if you need more places, if you're outside the U.S., just go to hevish5.com slash buy dominoes. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
Well, that about wraps up all the questions. Thank you, everyone, for submitting these awesome questions. Lily, thank you for coming on this podcast. Is there any uh, other things you want to plug besides your dominoes coming out? Um, any other projects you're working on? Or Well, for those of you who may not know, there's actually a documentary about me. Uh, if you go to Discovery Plus, you can get a free trial and watch Lily Topples the World, which is basically my life for the past three years condensed into 90 minutes and it was probably the most like pivotal point of my life where literally everything changed for me you know going to college and then doing dominoes and then just everything exploding on youtube and with dominoes it's i don't want to give too much away but uh yeah it's called lily topples the world yeah and that's actually where i met lily I went to her movie screening, and it was a really good documentary. Would recommend watching it. Um, you cried, yeah. right? Did oh, yeah. I, well, only three tears. Aww. But, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's really cool to hear your story. Um, and also, the the shout-out to the director. His name's Jeremy, yeah, right? His name's Jeremy also Jeremy Workman. Yes, Jeremy Workman. I still remember he said he, like, filmed for, what was it, nine, how many hours of footage did he have? Like, 900 oh, hours man. of footage. Something like that. that it was crazy. like, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Um. It's a it's a really great story and really cool to yeah it's really cool to watch. So oh, well, if you need something you. to watch, check it out. Would recommend it. And um, yeah, Lily, thanks for coming on. Of course, you thank could, you, thank you so much. This is so much fun. You can find Lily on Instagram at Hevish Five on YouTube at Hevish Five on Twitter. Yep, at Hevish Five on TikTok at Hevish Five on Snapchat. No, I don't do Snapchat. Lily, actually, I do have a Snapchat. But I, I don't post. It's, it's, it's low-key. It's yeah, like yeah, a... Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think of other social media apps. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you can find her there. Lily, thanks for coming on. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Hope you're having a great day. Remember to drink water, stay hydrated, and I'll catch you on the next pod. Peace. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Shishkin Productions Podcast.